Curtain Jerks is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android... Whoa! <coughs> Lightning! <coughs> Smoke! <coughs> yeah! Mm-hmm. Love to read! Yeah! Uh-huh. Macho Good man, times! Macho Man Randy Savage, what are you doing here? Yeah, love to read. Talking about reading. Yeah, got a book right here. Uh-huh. Hey, wait a minute. You know, with audible.com backslash audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. There's a lot of slashes in there. I don't know if any of those are accurate. Really? Let me try that again. Uh, you know, at audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, you can read things with your ears on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. What do you mean? I don't have to pick up a book no more. Yeah, you had the most muscular pinky I'd ever seen when you that, picked up that book. That's right. The the uh, See, the problem is that I have with books is they're my enemy. Yeah, because I always get paper cuts. That's why I always got tape on my fingers. Uh-huh. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. You don't have to cut your fingers anymore on books. You can listen to these books. No more paper cuts? No more paper cuts. The beauty of Audible is I got no more paper cuts, so I can read even more with my ears. That sounds like a hell of a slogan. The beauty of Audible is no more paper cuts. No more paper cuts for the Macho Man, uh-huh. Huh, no. So you're telling me that I gotta pay for no more paper cuts? See, that's the beauty part, Macho Man Randy Savage. With this, you get a free audiobook once you use the uh, Curtain Jerks promo code. Free audiobook? Aha, uh-huh, yeah, I dig it. Mm-hmm. That's free, and then you're also gonna be free of paper cuts. Free of paper cuts, free of free downloads, free everything. Aha, uh-huh, the show is free. I like it. Aha. Uh-huh. You know what, Macho Man Randy Savage? You're welcome. Let's go to the circus. Let's do it. to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And we are, we, we bounded for glory. What's the past tense of bound for glory? Binded. We binded for glory, everybody. Binded for glory. The glory has been bound. That's true. In fact, we could, no, I was about to make a terrible glory hole joke, but I didn't even have a joke. I was just going to say glory hole. <laughs> That's right. We're comedians working in Hollywood, I'm Working Los on Angeles, jokes. California. Working on jokes. Yeah, we're workshopping some stuff. Yeah, workshopping. Hey, this was a killer pay-per-view, Scott. Yeah. We, hey, we bring a comedy wrestling podcast, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, if you want real news, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lords of Pain, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. Forward me. Yeah, blah, blah. Christ is our Lord, blah, 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 blah. That's my, that is my favorite wrestling site, Crisis Our Lord. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Angle won't go to it. Yeah, it's a crisis. Yeah. Uh, this, yes, TNA Bound for Glory was this past Sunday, and uh, many of you out there, I'm sure, just already hate it for no good reason. That's fine. Good on you. Uh, that's not a way to live your life, but go ahead. Yeah, well, you I know bet. what? This podcast today is going to really drown you in positivity. <laughs> I really like this pay-per-view, Scott. Sunshine and lollipops, motherfuckers. Get ready to have some Tootsie Pops. Yeah. How many licks does it take to get to the center of TNA? One, two, three. Pinfall joke. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there were many, uh, pinfalls and attempted tap outs during this match. I got to go... This match being the pay-per-view? Yes. Yes. All, well, all the matches. Yeah, totally. All the matches. A lot of back... No, I had no disappointments. I did skip a, the X Division match. Oh, so you were disappointed. No, I just... You really? You skipped that one? To be honest, I watched it this morning. 
Yeah. And when I say this morning, I mean for about two hours after you arrived. Right. Uh, I skipped it because I wanted to go. I wanted to get to the main events, and I wanted to like I wanted to I wanted to try to get the good ones. But I feel like by missing the X Division match, I skipped a pretty good one. You skipped a pretty good one. Yeah, and that was the opening match. That was the curtain jerker match, Mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. If you don't count the pre-show stuff, rate and review on iTunes. Yes. Uh, so it, it was fun. I got to go live. I got to be there in San Diego in the Viejas Arena. Uh, how's the venue? Uh, I, it's a, it's an all right place. It's a it's a basketball stadium. So it's got that. Uh, it's where a college ball. Yeah, when you walk in, that it's everything's down below, and you can walk around the entire upper deck to then get to your seats, which I kind of like. I like those. You like your sunken arenas. I do. I like my sunken arenas where everything that you want is up top and outside. Okay. So all your concessions and everything, it's not you walk through and then you go, you find a thing. It's it's all away from everything. You don't have to be bothered with You're it. You're at a party at the center of the earth and everybody's invited except those lava men. It's a sarlacc pit full of wrestling. I love it. I no love fucking it. beak. Yeah, no beak. No. That, that beak was so dumb. That beak doesn't make any sense. Well, I think it was supposed to be like it's a sand squid, but for a beak, it looks like the creature from uh, Little Shop of Horrors. It does like yeah. the beak Audrey doesn't even too. Look, yeah, it doesn't even look like a beak. It looks like a uh, a dome that has a crack in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it also doesn't... it looks like Tom Servo from Mr. Side Theater <laughs> Three Thousand. It does, but it's nowhere near as funny. Yeah, uh, and then the beak goes away in a lot of shots because when guys just fall in. It just kind of rescinds and goes away when they did that stupid CGI shit. It was way shit. more scary when it's just a pit that has teeth and tentacles. It's like, you mean I just get pulled into the earth? Like, that's a primal fear. As soon as you add this creature in there that looks like bullshit, then and it's no, no bullshit, longer, my friend. It's it no looks longer, like serious bullshit. It's no longer hidden. Yeah. It's no longer something that you could maybe just come near and then get grabbed into. You would see, oh, this is a creature in the ground. Yeah, instead of being eaten by a terrifying female uh, vaginal creature, I'm being eaten by a very small uh, Audi dick creature. Oh, and girlfriends that are listening to this right now who are being sweethearts listening to your boyfriend's favorite podcast, we've just currently been talking about Star Wars. Yeah, just, you know, it's not a gender issue. And it's not a wrestling thing. That's like, what are they talking about with the beak? I, you know, is that the, Kurt Angle? Does Kurt Angle have a beak? I don't think it's just girlfriends. I think there's a lot of people that just listen to the show and don't know what it's about. And so be, I think based on how we try to cover as many different topics as possible, do. based on the fact that wrestling just gets the brain going. It's kind of like a um, – what's that uh, that neon liquid that you put on your brain that makes you think real smart? Oh, uh, I assume it's some 80s movie, uh, like, drug. Yeah, I wish – yeah, the Plutonian like, Nyborg. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, what what is it in RoboCop two? Oh, uh, oh, nitrate? No, uh, nitri- uh, Creed, hate. It's Kane. Sh- nuke. Nuke. Yeah, nuke. nuke. It's Kane that has the nuke. Kane has the nuke. Oh man, I hope there's some crazy drug in that new RoboCop remake. I yeah. always had that release sound. That- uh, sweet nuke. Sweet nuke that leaves no track marks in the neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, bound for glory. Bound for glory. So I got to go live. Um, it was funny. I saw Willie Mac uh, there at the uh, arena outside. Did you get outside. yourself a fist bump? I did get myself a fist bump. Nice. Willie Mac. We talked a little bit. Very cool. Might hear some Willie Mac on this show. I like it. Might I hear like some it. Willie Mac. Um, uh, tell, did you get to go to Lucha Libre uh, Taco Shop? I did not. This I think we need to do like a, either a fucking review show or an entire show from Lucha Libre Taco Shop. That place is delightful. It's delicious. Have you been? Yeah. I went at around midnight on a Saturday night, 
and I had a California burger, burrito, sorry, a Mexican <laughs> burger, a burrito. I got the chow mein. <laughs> but a California, a California <laughs> burrito is uh, it's steak and cheese, sour cream and French fries and guacamole or lettuce or whatever. But the, the trick is the French fries and steak. They've also got a loaded baked potato with like shrimp and chicken and cheese. Shotgun shells. Oh my god, it's so good. But no, due to ske- scheduling snafus and all around uh, sh- shenanigans, chicanery, chicanery, shenanigans, I didn't get to go. But you caught the entire pay per view from your seats in the Vijas Arena. I missed the pre show thing, but yes, other than that, I caught every single moment. All right, all right. Uh, I enjoyed the hell out of the show. I know there's people talk about it wasn't completely full. No, it wasn't completely full. It was half full. I depending on your perspective. What was the last TV? Was it half empty or was it half full? Uh, well, I think it was full because that's all I saw on the TV. Yeah. What was the last TNA pay per view you saw? What live or on the on the TV? Uh, on TV. Uh, Slammiversary. And live. The Bound for Glory that we went to th- oh, nine? four years ago. I think it was oh nine. Yeah. Uh, how In did Irvine? It, I, and then we also went to the TNA home. Uh, Homewrecker. Homewrecker. Yeah, no, the house show. Bully Ray just taking wives. How, like, based on the last paper, TNA pay-per-view you saw and this one that you saw, what? how does it measure up? Well, the pay-per-view, I don't know how they lay everybody out there, but of course you're going to put everybody, cover as much ground as you can uh, and put them all camera yeah, side. TV, you want it to look packed. Yeah. Hey, guys, everybody who's judging them for what it is, I'll give you a little secret, all right? A little trade secret. Steve and I have been extras on some shows before, okay? Yeah. You know, I've been on Human Centipede 3, cheap plug. <laughs> Rate and reviews on iTunes. Uh, yeah, the biggest game show of them all. Uh, we've been on some game shows, court shows, stuff like that. Some people are there to go see it, and they're an actual audience member. A lot of them are not. Mm-hmm. Professional p- audience members. They pay people to sit in those seats. I know because for a period of time, that kept me alive. This is true. Um, so... It's hard to fill up a place. It's hard to fill up a place when you're asking people to pay money. When those such people take jobs to sit in a Judge Judy TV set and sit there and act interested. So, yeah, they didn't paper the event, which they could have, but then you'd be giving them shit for that, too. Is so. papering the event free tickets? Yeah. Okay. So, um, but it was it was fun. The, the people that were there wanted to be there, and it, it it was a good time, and uh, I enjoyed the matches. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything that was was like a disappointment. or The Magnus Sting one was okay. I was yeah. hoping a little bit more out of that one. I it think was based on watching story. it, it seems like it was more of a TV match. Like I enjoyed it yeah. watching it. I think live it would seem a little bit not as dynamic to the rest of the evening. Like that knockout match, I was half was watching, good. and every time I looked over, my eyebrows like shot to the back of my head. They jumped up so high. <laughs> um yeah, like watching Roman's impressed. Yeah, I was like, I when I saw that, I was I skipped through the first couple minutes of it because like this is gonna be bullshit. And then as it went on, I was like, wait a minute, these guys should not be winning, but I'm really enjoying this. And they, I think they did more for themselves than what I thought was gonna happen more for Magnus and Sting. Like I thought they were really gonna try and step it up. It didn't really happen, but well, whatever. There were other matches that did. Bobby Roode and Kurt Angle was was great. Bully Ray and AJ Styles was. Oh, phenomenal. You could say phenomenal, Scott. AJ Styles nearly fucking killed himself. I, on purpose. You heard me. I was commenting during this match. I don't I can't remember the last time I saw a match that felt that fast. Like as these moves came in, like 
how many 450 frog splashes? There was two or three? Or 87,000. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, he busted those out of nowhere, and he just flew. He just does them. Yeah, it's awesome when somebody can just bust those out of nowhere like that. Yeah, it's it was it was crazy good. If you get a chance, watch the show. Get the DVDs. You and you you keep mentioning this sort of negativity about the show. Is that you think there's a lot of people that reviewed it without watching it? Yes, I think a lot of people un- just read it and then they don't actually uh, they just assume the worst because either it's being told to them by the internet reviewer and saying it's it's TNA so it's already got a level of shit to it and it's just not that good, but watch yourself make your own informed decision see if you like it or not chances are you will there's so you, some really awesome wrestling on there that ultimate x match is great do you think there's a lot of so do you think that a lot of people just sort of saw it and interpreted it on paper as a disappointment like on paper this pay-per-view does not look good yes tna has a lot of things going against it just by reputation in and of itself i'm never a fan of the name tna i don't like telling people hey where are you going on sunday tna what I'm going to go see a TNA. It's a wrestling show. It doesn't even have wrestling. Like it's literally the best. The funny thing about it is TNA needs the word wrestling after it, because if not, it's total nonstop action. What wrestling just in general. It's just the idea. Total nonstop action. Just, nothing stops. Nothing ever stops. Yeah. Reaction. Yeah. Taz just goes. Dead air, dead air, dead air. Fill it up, fill it up, fill it up, fill it up, fill it up. So, I think they get an unfair shake. A lot of people judge them for either stuff in the past or catch half an episode and just say what they're seeing is the dumbest thing in the world. But it's it's a show a week, and they they rarely do pay-per-views. I think they're catering. They cater more to the fans. And I'll, I'll get into a little bit of story of what happened afterwards. Um, they cater more to the fans by doing just pure wrestling. They call it wrestling. You, you have more of that on the show than you do storyline stuff. Um, and... They have cut down on the pay-per-views. So that cuts down on money that you have to spend to watch it, unlike mm-hmm. WWE, which is up- upping pay-per-views. And DVDs, all, like all the stuff that they have is a lot of stuff that demands a lot of your money if you really want to be a fanatic and watch it all. TNA has four a year. That's cheap, especially if you're pulling together and watching it with friends. That's right. They only have four pay-per-views a year. Yeah. Their big four are their four. Yeah. So that's that's super cool. Well, um, what is it? Is it uh, Bound for Glory? No surrender. Uh, no. no Slammiversary. Victory Road. Probably. I don't know the other two because they haven't done this new schedule. They're doing the new schedule now. Yeah, a lot I think of the other events are on TV. Like yeah, I'm sure there's one more. Like Destination X is now a TV thing. No surrender mm-hmm. was a TV thing where it's just part of the show. I I'm sure it's going to be Victory Road, Bound for Glory, and uh, Slammiversary, and one extra one. Like you know. Halloween Hellions. TNA Nutter Butters. That sounds delicious. Um, so they do that. And then what happened on top of that, which I happen to stumble upon, uh, that I went to the show. Marco Rosecco was there. We didn't sit in the same seats, um, but I met up with him afterwards. He was staying at the hotel where a bunch of fans paid to be there and stay and uh, watch the show. And in that hotel, in the bar, were the wrestlers were the roster and you could hang out and chat and talk with people whoa, take whoa, whoa, scott are you telling me that wrestlers were hanging out near the venue where wrestling took place i am thank you you're welcome so 
How cool is that? You can't do that for a WWE show. Well, they wouldn't be hanging out, or they wouldn't be making eye contact. No, and that's part of the package is you get to go where they are, and you get to talk and chat with everybody, and, you know, guys were there. Bless so, their well, heart. Can you imagine doing, like, a 30-minute match and just being all sweaty, going, taking a shower, getting on your clothes, just all you want is a drink, maybe some chicken skewers or something at the bar, a little bit of ahi tuna or something like that. You got a bunch of wrestling fans coming up to you telling you how great hey, you man, are. Hey, man, Cuervo! Come on, Austin Aries, let's do some Cuervo. Uh, you know, I, I'm guys, really. Uh, Come on, man. Guys, really, I just want to have my ahi tuna, sashimi, and uh, just. Uh, Don't be a faggot. Come on, do some Cuervo with All me. All right, okay. <laughs> You've hit my button. Yeah. You've hit my buttons. Greatest man that ever drank Cuervo. Come on. Swish of tiny Technicolor cape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, that was pleasing. And we'll get into a little bit more of that a little bit later on. But, um. It is Bound for Glory. It is a big event of the year. And, of course, this is our show. Our responsibility to you guys is to talk to people about it. Yeah, To get yeah. the inside hell track. Yeah. And you're wondering, like, well, who did you, who'd you, who who can you get to stop by about the show today? You know, who's, who's going to talk to you? Well, no problem. We got somebody for you. They're in the lobby right now. Hell, yeah. Who is it? I don't know. I, I just, came in through the back door today. I didn't. I, I, I put it on Twitter. I said, hey, TNA locker room. You're still in town. Swing by the show today. All right, and just come on in. And uh, so the doors open, and so whoever wants to walk in can just walk in. Great. That's so. That's an open door policy. It's today an open on the door show. policy today for TNA. It's not open door for WWE. No, 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 no. Make an appointment, WWE. Yeah, this, yeah, WWE. ROH, please introduce yourselves. Um, yeah, but you're welcome anytime, ROH. But we need introductions. Please first introduce yourself because yeah. we're not familiar with one another. So. Yeah. Pro wrestling gorilla, welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, zero Japan. No, Japan zero. Ah, shit. They, they, well, there goes that connection, oh, Scott. God. It sounds like if I say zero Japan, it sounds like they're a bunch of losers. What What about New Japan? Oh, New Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Old Japan? No. 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 Zero Japan? I've never heard of zero, zero one. Ja oh, I think it's zero one. Is it, did zero one replace New Japan Wrestling? I don't know. I've never seen a new. No, I've seen one New Japan Wrestling match on a DVD. <sighs> I'm so I used to be able to watch so much more than I do now. Fuck WWE and all their shows. There's too many fucking shows. It's so it's are so you, agonizing. Are you getting burnt out? Uh, I'm trying not to, Steve. Stay it's optimistic. Very difficult. I gotta watch all three shows. I gotta watch them for After Buzz and for this. And ah, uh, boy. Hey, you, Scott, you sound really down. No, I'm not. I'm not too down. Well, no, you sound a little bit down. I, I you got know, you a surprise. Oh, you got me a surprise. Yeah. Is it a guest? It is a guest. We, oh. What should I do? Uh, well, should I close my eyes? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm closing my eyes. Okay. My eyes are closed. So I'll obviously be able to tell who this is by the sound of their voice. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's right behind you. Oh, what? It's very quiet. Okay. Oh, I don't even feel breathing on my neck. How about now? I, I, it's I, me, Squad Dabba. What? Wait a second. It's me. It's Oh, hold on. I was in the main event. I know this voice. And you know... I got really mad. Uh-huh. I got really mad. I <laughs> the aces and eights. Uh-huh. And do you need another hint? Okay. I'm going to I'm going to do I'm going to do uh like a who I, wants to I'm be a not, millionaire style. I'm, I'm going to do not AJ Styles. Okay, I'm going to do uh, let me let me jump into. I I'm not So clearly from what I know, it is also not Dixie Carter because it's a ma it's a masculine voice that I'm hearing. Would you would you like to phone a friend? I Oh, yeah, can I phone a friend? Yes. Um I'd like to phone John Lithgow. Would you 
Would you like to call John Lithgow? I, I would like to call John Lithgow. Uh, Scott, do you want me to uh, dial up John Lithgow? Please? Yes, because my eyes are closed, so if I do it, okay. I, might, I might call someone else. All right, I've got – okay, John Lithgow. Hello, John Lithgow? Oh! Uh, I've got Scott Narver for you calling from from Curtain Jerks who wants to figure out who he's talking to, a millionaire. Um, Scott, John Lithgow. Uh, Mr. Lithgow um, – there's a wrestler behind me, and I want to know from your vast TNA knowledge who the wrestler behind me is. Uh, just a quick correction. I, I'm a guest today. I'm not a wrestler. Sonny Ono! Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Lithgow, who is that? Sonny Ono! Uh, I'm sorry, no, it is not Sonny Ono. Oh. Uh, well, thanks, Mr. Lithgow. Uh, Scott, I'm sorry. I don't think it's Mr. Lithgow. Okay, I'm going to... Do, do you need another hint? I'm going to say Sonny Ono. I'm going to trust John Lithgow on this one. I, I, I'm I'm telling you right now, it is not Sonny Ono. Uh, I used to watch that show. That's what Regis Philbin would do all the time to try and save a million dollars on the show. So there, I'm, gonna, I'm not giving you a million dollars. I just brought a guest into the room to cheer you up. I know, and that going along with the million dollars is going to make me feel really, really good. So, Sonny Ono, uh, legendary manager in WCW, Sonny Ono. All right, Scott, open your eyes. All right. Steve screwed Scott. I don't... It's me, Earl Hefner. Oh, you still behind me? Oh, he's still behind me. Uh, well, I didn't know if I opened up my eyes. Sit down on my lap. Earl Hefner's here. Sit down on my lap. Well, I'm bigger than you. Sit down on my lap. I'm bigger than you, sit Earl. Sit down on my lap. You think this is a good sit idea? Sit down on my lap. All right, I'll sit down on your lap. Ooh. Well, see, this is what I'll say. I'm bigger stand than up, stand you. Up, okay, up, okay, up, okay, up, okay, okay. Oh, oh, my tiny, angry legs. <laughs> Your legs are angry, Earl? Yeah, they're very angry. Very early angry. <laughs> well, because you get up early, is that why? Yeah, and I don't like people pushing me around in the ring. They shouldn't. No, no. you're you're an official. Bully Ray just really, like, those aces, those wascally uh, races and ace just really get under my skin. Well, did you all almost call them wascally wabbits? Maybe. <laughs> Earl, is it hunting season in TNA? Maybe. Is it a hunting Maybe. aces and eights season? Maybe. Who are their three friends? I was hoping you knew, Earl. I'm just a just a wrestler referee. <laughs> yeah, but you're backstage all the time. You you seem to have the no no. I'm not backstage ever. Wait wait, where are you? They keep me in a chicken coop in the parking lot, <laughs> and then I have to walk through this tunnel from the movie ET all the way to the wing. Wait, oh, hold on. Let me let me try and get this straight. You're in a chicken coop outside the arena, and then in order. When you, it's time for you to referee, are you it's a cage? Is the cage bigger than you? Well, <laughs> of course. I mean, it's not like there's a cage inside of me that holds my tiny black heart at bay. No, what I mean, Earl, is like you're in a chicken coop, but is it? are you bigger than the chicken coop, or is the chicken coop bigger than you? You mean like am I trapped inside the chicken coop? I yeah. thought this was clear. I am stuck in a chicken coop in the parking lot. When they have a main event match... They then ring a tiny red light inside the chicken coop. They then pull open the door to the chicken coop, and I scramble. I scramble through a tiny little in, uh, ventilation tube all the way to the wing. And then I get to the wing, and I'm wearing my gear. Yes, Earl, but I just want to make sure that TNA is treating you okay because – Oh, know, it's fine. Like, There's a nice little feeder, and I press a button, and these little fish pellets come out like from Lost. And then there's also one of those drinking things where the, with the water, and you get a little drip when you put your tongue on it. <laughs> well, okay. Well, that – that sounds pretty nice. Are the other referees in there with you, or is it just yours? It's just mine, Scott Nava. Oh, okay. I'm not going to make that mistake again. <laughs> it's my chicken coop. 
This is my chicken coop. <laughs> this was a mistake that happened previously. Mistake. You shared a chicken coop with someone before. It sounds like TNA mismanaged this company all the way to the point of putting another referee in my chicken coop in the parking lot. Did they put your son, Brian Hebner, in there with you? No. He has a sphere. He has a sphere. No corners. <laughs> no corners. Is it's, a, it, it's one of those giant uh, bubble things. Is it like a bubble ball? Like for, a bubble ball, you know, for like for concerts and stuff. For concerts and oh, stuff. Oh, like those. So a fun one. Not that you have, you're allergic to yeah, everything like in the, the world. Yeah, like the front man from Flaming Whips when he gets on the big bubble and he walks across the couch. Okay. So he's in a sphere and you're in a chicken coop. Yeah. I guess you could say it's pretty crazy at TNA, huh? I Well, yeah, I think everybody would say that. But how do you guys get to interact with each other if you're stuck in a chicken coop and your son is stuck in a in a sphere? We usually hold our hands up against the, the wall when we're close to each other. So you have a window? You're able to see out in your chicken Scott, coop? Scott, do you know what a chicken coop is? <laughs> I it's guess I don't. I guess I really don't. I thought it's I did. It's a small cube with wooden frames in the corners. And then the walls are constructed out of chicken wire, which is almost a transparent subject. Oh, okay. See, my chicken coop experience is going off of old Looney Tunes cartoons with foghorn leghorns. Oh, you mean like a little house with legs and a little lamp that goes up into yeah, it. Yeah, see, that's what I thought a chicken coop you was. Meant a, yeah, you meant a cartoon chicken coop. I suppose I meant a chicken cage, but that's how I always thought a chicken coop was. Well, see, that's the misunderstanding right there. See, I... No, I'm no, thinking, don't. don't I yeah, please Earl, don't I apologize. apologize. No, it's fine. Earl, I it's should have fine. brushed up on my chicken coop. No, I think we just come from different regions of the United States where chicken coops look different. We do. We do. Mine is fantastical and yours is realistic. Well, not if it's waning. There's no roof. It's a chicken wire. Well, do they care? Do they put a roof on you if it's raining outside? Earl, it looks like it's raining from your eyes. I suppose it is raining just a little bit from my eyes. It's just sometimes bound for glory. It's those good pay-per-views. You have that aftermath, and you're just like, I wish things could be that great again. But Or maybe it's just the fact that you think about people. Earl, have a peanut. Really? Yeah, have a peanut. You look upset. Have a I peanut. I appreciate it. Peanuts are the only thing I can eat because they're the only things that fit through the uh, chicken wire. Sometimes fans come up and try to push hot dogs through the chicken wire, <laughs> but it comes out all mush. And I'm not going to eat that. There's poop on that chicken wire. There's poop on the chicken wire? You've ever been in a chicken coop? Earl, again, I apologize. All my chicken coop experiences no, no apologies. from cartoons. No, and they don't draw poop no, in, in Looney Tunes no cartoons. No apologies needed. No apologies needed. Well, look, fans, fans out there, when you see Earl Hebner, enjoy that peanut, Earl. When you see Earl Hebner in a chicken coop, don't shove hot dogs through there. Give Earl a peanut. <laughs> Are you liking that peanut, Earl? Is it good? Oh, yeah, it's very good. It's, it's, uh, let me see the company and the brand name here. It's uh, Fresh Pack. It's Fresh Pack Peanuts. Story of my life. I Hey, it's good. I'm, I'm glad you were here. And how, how did Bond for Glory go for you? Did you have a good time? I, I had a great time when they let me out of the chicken coop. Well, I'm glad you I'm just kidding. I love being in the chicken coop. Okay. Well, Earl, uh, if you don't mind, we'd ask that you go back to the chicken coop now because we have more show to do. Okay. Uh, Steve, did I did I do my job? Did I cheer Scott up? Yeah, I think I think you did a good job there, Earl. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Earl. I'm very cheered up. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. Did you just shake my hand through the chicken coop? <laughs> Are you in a chicken coop now? See, that's your problem. You can't this even tell. A, this I, is a chicken coop. Yeah, this isn't a tuxedo. This is a chicken coop. No, I saw you get back into this little cage here, but I just assumed there was something else. I, I thought maybe that was a, a dog carrier. 
Uh, Earl, Scott, I think this chicken coop is this should come to a conclusion. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I'll, I'll brush up on my chicken coop. I hope Fans, if you want to tweet pictures of uh, your favorite chicken coops to us, at Curtain Jerks. Uh, and if anybody wants to Photoshop a picture of me or Hefner into a chicken coop, I'd be very appreciative. I understand it'd probably be a little bit of difficulty because the wires are very intricate and it'd be a lot of transparency to put all the cutting tool around them. But, I, you know, I just do a little bit of Photoshop on the side. So maybe. A, you know, that sounds like a challenge to wrestling memes and all of our listeners out there that like to do memes and put together photos. I mean, the easiest thing of all would just be to take pictures of Earl right now in the chicken coop. But I say no. You're right, Earl. Let's have fans just... You know, create those photos. That's logic for you. All right. Well, thank you, Earl. Thank Here, you. T- t- take some peanuts with you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, ba- back to Bound for Glory. So, a little bit of aftermath, what happened in the show was at this hotel. Whoa. Like where this story's going. Yeah, right? We're at the bar at the hotel. I'm there with w- Warzeka. And uh, we see fans talk with people. And, it, it, you know, we feel a little odd because, you know. Was we, Warzeka drinking? No. Okay. But he's, he was nicer dressed than Different I Different story, huh? <laughs> uh, but we did see someone that was having a drink or two. Ooh, who do you got? Dixie Carter. Ooh. President of TNA Wrestling. First lady of the uh, of the wrestling world, right? The first lady? That's Miss Elizabeth. Is it? Is Miss Elizabeth? She's the first lady of wrestling. Is she? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Jeez, you Take that, Michelle Obama. Yeah, I'm going to stop trying to come up with fanciful things to say on this show. No, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. 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 No, Wags. <laughs> so. Sorry, I can't do it. So uh, we saw her there, and we wanted to talk to many uh, people in wrestling stuff. We chatted to a couple here and there. But Mark was like, we got to get a picture with. Oh, let me do one, Mark. Oh, we got to get a picture with Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I'm like, okay. Uh, he says, will you get a picture with me and her? And I go, well, hey, only if you get a picture with me and her. He's like, okay, okay. So what, Mark, was, the, what was the intro? Is it, are you about to do the intro? Well, Mark does it first. Mark walks yeah. over and goes, hi, Dixie. Uh, really enjoyed the show tonight. Could I get a photo with you? And she's holding a glass of wine, red wine. Ooh, uh, passion. <laughs> and she says, sure thing. And then uh, I take Mark's got a great camera phone. He's got a top of the line phone. If you see where Zeka ask for a picture, ask, ask for him picture. for a picture, because this not only is it take great quality, you can take him rapid fire because I wrap it up. Was this uh, iPhone? I, no. Whoa. I don't know what it is. It's a new phone. It's something. It's some fandangled fancy phone. Uh, and I got a couple of them. So I, I should have tried to take different angles or. Make do something where he got a different reaction, but I got two solid photos for Mark, and then I get in there, I get my photo, and uh, she's got the hand around my waist. Uh, what? I'm not gonna lie, she she put that hand a little low. Nice. She could go up high. She could go around the shoulder if she wanted to. Uh, I I can see you with Dixie Carter, not to not to make it about sex, or but I think you could have a very cool relationship with Dixie Carter. Oh, you would, would be, be in her ear, just really telling her like, hey. Magnus is pretty cool, but uh, you know who's really cool? Shark Boy. <laughs> hey, you know what? I know you're bringing back a lot of guys and doing stuff with aces and eights. You need to get Doug Basham in there. Doug Basham, that guy's a powerhouse. You know what? For a little added flavor, look up Rico. Find Rico, put him in there. And you know what to scare the shit out of everybody? Boogeyman. 
on you. Boogeyman and aces and eights, baby. You deserve a Dixie Carter, Scott. Oh, she's, oh, my God, she's wonderful. She smells good. What does she smell like? Flowers? Perfume? Um, God, are we really talking about what women smell like on this podcast? No, we're talking about what Dixie Carter smells like. The, the woman. She she's a nice smelling lady. Like it's a, it's an Chanel? intoxicating. Uh, I don't know. I've never smelled the scent before, so it's probably a combination of perfume, nice shampoo, because I'm a head taller than her. So, she, well, I guess I hadn't thought about that. Sometimes I mistake shampoo for perfume. Well, I see. There you go. And I no, don't know. I, I don't. Well, have I'm of... sorry. I put shampoo on like perfume. <laughs> oh, I see. Um, I will say. It's not Pert Plus. I know for a fact that she does Dixie not work. Carter does not smell like Pert Plus. Uh, remind me to put out a press release for this episode <laughs> that Dixie Carter does not use Pert Plus. Well, hey. What do you think? Herbal Essences? Maybe some Pantene? Maybe oh, some Bumble and Bumble? That stuff's expensive. Herbal Essence is never on sale. I don't know. All right. V, uh, the Vlon 5, uh, V5. Vidal Sassoon, I think is the. Well, V5. no, there's also V5. That shit's 99 cents. I know what that stuff smells like. Dixie Carter don't smell like that either, but she she had a very lovely, lovely, uh, intoxicating aroma, which if she wasn't there with her fucking husband, like I tell you what, I would have laid some groundwork and gotten in there. You mean like giving her your phone number? Yeah, because when we took. Our hey, this is my uh, Earthlink email address. Maybe you could uh, <laughs> drop me a couple of emoticons. Or we're just sitting at the old PC of the AOL Instant Messenger so we can chat back and forth. A tip it, type it, tip it, type it, type, type, type. Smiley face with teeth. <laughs> how do you do that? Mm. <laughs> I, know, I know that's how you smile with teeth. Oh, okay. How do you do that at an instant message conversation? <laughs> they got the, they oh, got yeah. the winky face. <laughs> Gong. <laughs> Oh, so, I wish those emoticons would actually make those a smiley face with teeth. Ah! <laughs> Emoticong with with wink. Bong. With your mom going, will you keep those emoticons down? Turn off the sound. Everybody knows you're smiling. <laughs> you should. You have a lovely smile. Mom, Go outside and meet a girl. Mom, shut up. I'm chatting with Dixie Carter. Trying to get a sugar mama. Go. Go. Oh, that'd be the best. I, I Sugar mama? Well, I mean, as long as she's on in a relationship and you guys are like, got your own thing going on, you don't need another man in the picture. I mean, the no, last thing. No, what's, we don't. What's her, what's Dixie, her, no, we don't. Yeah, we don't need another man in the what's picture. Her, uh, what's her husband's name? Uh, her husband's name is Serge. And I'll get to him in a second. I'll, 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 right. I'll, I'll tell you. But so we, just before we take the photo, just before we take the photo, um, I, I say uh, I really enjoyed the show tonight. And just before we take it, she goes, yeah, it was a great show, except for the ending, of course. And it took that half second where I'm like, whoa, did you just fucking dog on your own show? <laughs> and then I realized <laughs> she's, she's doing that. And it got me to genuinely smile because I thought that was really funny. Um, and I, I say, I say, oh, um, I really enjoyed your appearances on Wrestle Talk TV. Oh, friends of the podcast. And uh, and she goes, oh, like she's a little like, all right. Does she know John something, Lithgow? Something interesting to talk about. Oh, I don't know if she does. Okay. Um, and uh, she goes, oh, okay. How how did you come about uh, having to see that? And I go, well, I I have chatted with some of those guys. I'm a, you know friends with Tom uh, who does wrestling memes, and she's like, oh, it was really fun on there. You should come to our UK tour. And I go, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'd love to do uh, 
to be on the press junket and, and to do that with you guys because I do a podcast. And right at that moment, three fans walk up and ask for a photo from Dixie. And that's the divide. That's where we get separated. And I and she goes, you were a professional talking to another professional. I was a professional talking mm. to another professional, and there was a little hand on the elbow too when she was talking to me. And uh, and they go, "Hey, Dixie, can we get a photo?" They're Latino. And, oh. uh, <laughs> and she goes, "Oh yeah, sure." And then she she reaches out, and I don't know this. I turn to Mark because it's like, "Well, we got our time," and I feel his hand on my hip, and she pulls me back in, and she goes. I'm so sorry that we were interrupted by them. Uh, I just have to take this photo with them. And I go, it's all right. I'll be around. It was lovely talking with you. Oh, my God. I, this is the first time I've heard this story, Scott. That's, yeah. You are an amazing storyteller. That's a really cool fucking story. And uh, I don't want to tell you what happened from there, but, you know, it's just, it was good. What, what does that mean? I mean, I was hanging out with Mark for the rest of the night. Oh, great. <laughs> Sober. Yeah. <laughs> so we're hanging out with Mark, having a good time just talking. Eating your tuna sashimi. Yeah. It was uh, I had a pasta and Mark had a burger. He's a vegetarian. He ate a burger. Really? Mm-hmm. He's oh, I know that he eats meat every once in a while. Oh, the fuck that. You had an incredible encounter with Dixie Carter. I did. God, I, Scott and I often talk about this in terms of like where we see ourselves, and there is that sort of strange divide where it's like, what do we have to offer these people when we're talking to them? Is it a chance for them to have a picture taken, or is it a chance to be like, hey, uh, we function in some sort of capacity as well. How do we make those interlock and work together? Opposed to how do we, when you go up to someone and say, hey, I'm a really big fan, you immediately, you're connecting, but you're connecting with a handout in terms of pushing yourself away from them. Yeah, and they might have heard it a thousand times before, so it's just Or in the last hour, not just Mm -hmm. before, you know? So that's, that's Southern, where's she from? That sounds like Southern hospitality. Yeah, uh. Tennessee, I believe. God, that's a that's a really charming story. I really like that. Hey, where is that tall drink of water? Whoa. Where is he at? Is that Dixie Carter? Don't you hold me back. Get away from me. Hey, Jack. Oh, oh, Jack. No, Jack. Wait, Jack gonna, Swagger. I'm going to I'm gonna be in the closet for a little bit. Okay. Nope, no big deal. I'm just going to... You got it covered? Yeah, you I good? got this. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Hey, Jack Swagger. Uh, Please, Jack. Who is this guy? Whoa, what's going on? But, I'm Serge. Oh, whoa. Get your hands off me. Where is this? Wait, excuse me. I'm Serge Carter, Dixie Carter's husband? Yes. I'm surprised I recognize you. It's very hard to find a picture of you. Well, I've also proclaimed my name in a rather loud fashion so that that son of a no-goodnik would know I'm here. Hey, Jack Swagger, please let go of Serge Carter. I'm just, hey, security around here, too. Hey, I know, Jack. Thank you. Everything is fine. Mr. Carter will behave himself, correct? Uh, well, it depends on if that, if that, uh... That no good son of a swine is is here messing with my lady. Uh, Mr. Carter, I assure you I don't know who you're talking about, but I would like to remind you, you are a guest on the podcast. I'd like to welcome you, and I hope that you'll respect us. Well, thank you very much for having me on your show. It's a pleasure to be here. You're Stephen Sears, correct? Uh, yes, Mr. Carter, I am. I've done a little research into your little podcast here, oh. finding out that Scott Narver is the one I'm looking for, <laughs> making all friendly and nice with my wife. Yes. Um, I I assure you that's the first I've heard of that story. I don't think anything untoward. There's an ass in sure. What? There's an ass in sure. So I don't know if you're making an ass out of me or if he grabbed her patoot. And either way, I'm not comfortable with this. I be- I saw them at the bar. I believe that Scott is a consummate gentleman. 
As in he constantly, I'm sorry. I, oh, I can't, so he constantly. No, I couldn't. I See, tried this to, is what I'm worried about. I am a happily married man I, to Dixie. I and I don't want anybody else kissing her before I do. Sir, Serge Carter, have you not kissed Dixie Carter? Well, you don't do that sort of thing right away. I'm a gentleman of the South, of course. How long have you been married? Oh, numerous years. <laughs> A, a number of years that are of, of numerous quantities. Uh, Mr. Carter, I, well, that's like counting how many, uh, uh you know, uh, dewdrops are on a rose or how many hairs are on a woman's head. Or how many shrimps you can eat in a oh, you can eat buffet. It's not about how many, it's just, the, you know, the rite of passage of eating the as general, many shrimps yeah, as Yeah, the general feeling just of having I, a bunch of shrimps. I ate as many shrimp as I could until I felt not good. I love the flamingo in Las Vegas. I Do they have a good shrimp buffet? I just love flamingos, to be honest. <laughs> There's a great dim sum place at the Rio. Dim sum? It's the Chinese. Dim lots, really, with me. <laughs> Mr. Carter, you are a delight. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, the problem is, apparently Scott Narver and Dixie Carter thought the same of each other. Because she just can't stop talking about him. Well, and he... I saw t- comments on your Twitter feed asking if Scott Narver rode the, the Dixie train. And then he made some crack wise about... The that, Narver vein. The yeah. Narve vein, yeah. The, which I don't find funny because I believe that's a vein that he's referring to in his penis. Uh, yeah, I probably that's what I assumed. And I don't want anything like that happening before I have a chance to. I'm sorry, if you've not consummated your relationship. Well, if I haven't even kissed the woman yet, how you can't move that many bases that quick. You, sometimes before you play a game of baseball, you got to change clothes with the other boys. <laughs> I don't think that's how you play baseball. Sure you do. You get in the locker room and you say, "Oh, man, it's hot out there today, huh?" And then you <laughs> you take off your shirt. And then you just you, know, you get ready for the game and say, what number do you want to be today? Number seven? <laughs> number seven? Uh, Mr. Carter, I assure <laughs> I Sorry, I was about to say I assure you. I know oh, a lot- don't say that because there's an ass involved in that. That's true. That's true. Uh, I guess I don't know baseball very well. I was unaware of those Oh, well, uh, you get your balls. You get balls and you get your bats and then you get your friends together and you, you decide what numbers you want to be and you do. Yeah, wear uniforms, so you all dress the same. Well, Mr. Carter, uh, to wear a little cap. Serge Carter, it sounds like you know a lot about baseball. Are you a wrestling fan? Does your wife's work, does it interest you? Of course we love the wrestling. I'm always telling her, oh, uh, sign that Hulk Hogan. Sign that Hulk Hogan. You see him, what he gets all excited. He just takes that shirt and rips it right in twain. Yeah, it's almost like what team is he about to play for? Yeah, exactly. And hey, you can get a new shirt on. We can change numbers. You want my number? I'll take your number. We'll just call each other later. Okay. Oh, was were you just saying that as a story, or are you actually asking me for my number? I was saying it about Hulk Hogan in reference, but hey, we can change numbers if you want. I'll give you a business. Steven Sears, how about you give me your phone number right here, right now? <laughs> just on the podcast? Yeah, sure, just give me your phone number on the podcast. Well, I don't know. I don't feel comfortable with that. It's my. It's an old area code. What do I have to do to make you more comfortable in this situation? Well, ooh, that feels nice. Yeah, right? I'm just working the hips. Yeah, you're just... Looking at you. Putting mo- the thumbs in your hips. It's <laughs> really, I think that'd be uncomfortable. But thumbs in your hips. All right, okay. Uh, I can't, I can't Is there focus. a four in there? Is there a four? You I got a four in your number? I can't focus. I can't focus with your hands on my hips. Um, oh, so let life be blurry and just go through what happens. <laughs> oh, Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter, please. Oh, don't worry. I'm a happily married man to my wife, Dixie. Well, uh, that that reminds me. Uh, Scott had a great story about that. Oh, did he? No, but we were talking about that idea of uh, talking, uh, having something to offer something when you talk to them, like not being just... Oh, he gave her a gift. He gave her a present. No, I don't. I don't think so. He, I he gave d- her a, a rose or a ring or something that you know 
Would, would, Mr. Carter, are you about to imply that you wish that you had done something like that before Scott Narva? I should have given her a ring is what I should have done. You, how long have you been married? You haven't given her a ring. Oh, so it just, I mean, if you count up all the days, it's, it's well over 365. I've, so at least one year. You've been married at least one year. I, I suppose if I were to count the days, but what's the point in that? It's like eating trip. You don't count them up. You just eat them all up. As, the, as uh, can. Mr. Carter, there's so many things I want to talk about with you, I, but I suppose I should keep it resting. Well, then here, related. here's my hotel key. Just uh, if you oh, want to come on by and just talk you. later, you know, a little off podcast. I appreciate it. Oh, you're staying by the LAX airport. I sure am. Okay. Uh, I'll just. Where you're just lax. Uh, yes. Relaxed. At lax is another term for it. We're just lazy. Lackadaisical, as it were. Okay. All right. Uh, Bring uh, me a gift. What? Bring me a gift. I'll see what I can find around the office. Wait, no. If the, I'm not even, I'm not coming to your hotel room. Okay. Right, well, all right. To each their own. <laughs> I hope so. Um. Uh, so I understand you also do the music for TNA. Is that correct? I do. I do. I play. I get the. I get the piano out. And I just I tickle those ivories. Uh, who's the? Who's your uh, contemporary in WWE? Jim Johnson. Oh, I don't care. You, oh, <laughs> I have no contemporaries. I am a man of of. Uh, I'm a force of nature. Is what you could say. I am. I'm like a tornado. All right. Uh, well, I I was commenting with Scott earlier. Is that the gale force winds of your tornado, right Mr. Your ear. Surge Carter? Thank you. Thank you. It's a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> would you like a song written about you? Yeah, yes, I would. If, if it involves your hot Steve, breath not being on my neck and ear. Coming to my room. Uh, Mr. Carter, I would prefer a wrestling themed song and not a oh, you, love ballad. Uh, yeah, well, once we wrestle, maybe we'll get a song together. Uh, I got to see how you are in the rings and count all the bumps on your back. <laughs> yeah, count all the bumps, you know. Uh, what is the ring in your hotel room? Oh, the the ring is, is my bed. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and then I'll count all the bumps on your back and we'll blade the hard way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, to each their own, but if you see that Scott and Arbor, you tell him I'm upset at him, because I'm a happily married man to my wife, Dixie, Absolutely. of numerous years that are uncountable, and that he better stay away from her. Well, I, you know what? I will pass the message along. Mr. Carter, thank you for joining us. Because I'm a smitten kitten with my wife. I can I can tell. You are quite smitten. Uh, I, there's, I'd love to have you back on the show. I know this was a uh, very explosive and uh, turn of the moment. Jeez, I can't even. You've, you've shocked me. I'm so glad that you're on the show today. I'd love to talk to you again. Well, we'll see what we can do about that. I'd hate to come back here and huff. No, next time uh, you'll be as a guest, as the guest you are now, but we will be welcome, and I hope you won't be angry at I look forward to when you call me in the middle of the night. Sounds like a song. (laughs) Bye-bye. Goodbye, Mr. Carter. Scott. What? Is he gone? Yes, he's gone. Oh, my God. Wow, that's... That is, I would, I would be amiss to say that that was the first time I've covered for you when a jealous husband has come into the studio. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Oh boy. So you can see that photo of me and Dixie Carter on our Facebook page and on our Twitter. Wow, <laughs> it is there. I, Serge Carter is strangely incredibly charming. It's he, that southern hospitality. It really catches me off guard every time. Well, I, you know, I got, I got some competition. I must say. Yes, yes, you do. So uh, can I? Uh, I know I said it before, but that Dixie Carter story is amazing. Like <laughs> I could feel her hand on my lower back as you told that story. I can still feel it on mine. Woo! Uh, it is time for the plug of the week. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know it's time for the plug of the week. Best case scenario, she says, "Hey, that sounds really cool. Let's talk about it over dinner here in Los Angeles. Where would you take her to dinner?" Uh, professional. This is a pro- completely professional. 
what do I take Dixie Carter to dinner? Yeah. Do they have any spinning restaurants here in L.A.? Uh, I think they do. I think there's one in downtown. That's where I'm going. Yeah. The Denny's that spins. That's <laughs> all the food flies off the tables. <laughs> hey, that's a that's a party. We we went to a spinning restaurant. We did the bar in, in uh uh, what hotel was it? I don't know what it, it was. was. The one we were at. We showed up for it. It wasn't at the hotel we were at, was it? I thought it was. Because we didn't go. We only went to another hotel like I know the day. We went to a spinning restaurant that was, was closing at eight o'clock at night. I had a drink, and we sat as watching Phoenix rotate around us. Yeah, that's how it works, right? The the, the world rotates. <laughs> yeah, they, they, as they the, move. They move the world, and the, the hotel stays. That's the, the only place. stationary place. There is a rotating restaurant in downtown Los Angeles. I'm almost positive. That's where we're going. All right, good. Next time, I'll ask when, if it's a romantic I, date. You know what? I, and I'll, I'll say this. I'll go. Uh, you know, this place that we're going to, it's a really nice restaurant, and it's completely stationary. So that way when we go and we have dinner. It feels like the world is spinning. Yeah, she's like, oh, my head's spinning around this guy. Yeah. And if she doesn't vomit, it's meant to be. That's true. I was about if to she say. she does vomit, I'll make it work. That's a great line in a movie is some guy <laughs> being in a restaurant and be like, I can't believe we went to a spinning restaurant. And she's like, it's not. And he's like, I must be in love. Blurf! <laughs> Uh, it is time for the plug of the week. This week's plug of the week, of course, it is Wrestle Talk TV. What? My in with Dixie Carter. Yeah, friends of the podcast. They have a great chat show over in the UK. That's England for all of you that don't know. Uh, it is a wrestling chat show hosted by Joel Ross and featuring the Daily Stars Patrick Lennon, Francesca Wood, plus Catherine Miller, and memes from Wrestling Memes own Tom Anstey. Uh, they air at 11 p.m. on Sundays on Challenge TV. You can also subscribe to their YouTube page, youtube.com slash WrestleTalkTV. Find them on facebook.com slash WrestleTalkTV. And, of course, on Twitter at WrestleTalk underscore TV. Find them on there. Tell them Kurt Dirk sent you. And you can check out interviews with JR, Hulk Hogan, Sting, Rob Van Dam, and, of course, Dixie Carter. What a great lady. So yeah, they, it's a it's a great show. I highly recommend checking it out. And thank you, Wrestle Talk TV, for the in that you got me in with Dixie Carter. So it is time for jerk tweets. Each week, go to twitter.com and tell them curtain jerk sent you. <laughs> yeah, huh? Uh, and follow us at curtain jerks in the real world. The befuddled man at the Twitter front desk. I don't know why people keep coming up to me with small messages. <laughs> Mister Kutcher, Mister Kutcher, <laughs> I'll I'll patch you through. <laughs> Uh, real underscore DJV says, if you could hang out with any pro wrestler, who would it be and what would you do? Uh, Dixie Carter, and <laughs> I would take a picture with her. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I got to eliminate the TNA roster because I, I didn't really do it that well. And uh, I think I've got mine. Okay, wh what's yours? Hit me. Uh, I'm lucky enough to have it already have happened. Which is your dreams have been fulfilled? Well, I I really thought this. I thought I was so fucking clever when I did this. I, we saw John Morrison at I/O in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. and I asked him to, for a picture. And I thought that he was taking a picture of me and you because that's my new favorite Wait, joke. Well, it should be established that when we saw John, like we know him, he recognizes us. Like it, he doesn't oh, know oh my yeah, name. We're, we're good friends with John Morrison, <laughs> uh, 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 WWE superstar John Morrison. We're like really good friends with him. So in case you like. Yeah, like he talks to us like we're professional. Like oh my god! Like oh, another text on my phone, John Morris. Yeah, it's just like he tweets at us. I mean, like he's been on the show, so I think I know him. I was I was gonna clarify, like he does know us. He knows your name, doesn't know mine. He does know you. You're, no. you know, the tall guy. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, car door's open. <laughs> oh, the ears. Uh, <laughs> he's just having a stroke. <laughs> no. Yeah, like he he's aware of who we are and has been on the podcast, so he recognizes us. I, I feel like I've told this story a hundred times. I went up to him and I was like, hey, man, can we get a picture? And he was like, sure, because a bunch of people are asking for pictures. And then I stood next to Scott and I was like, yeah, please turn the flash on. And I wanted John Morrison to take a picture of me and Scott. And, and we assumed he did. Yeah, and he took a picture of himself. Which we found out later uh, when we were at late yeah, night dinner. We at late night dinner, and, and then was, you called him a son of a bitch. Yeah, I was so I was so delightfully pissed off. I wish that I got the picture of the two of us in the bar because I don't feel like there's any pictures of us in no. the same room. We're the same person. But what did he say in return? He said, uh, "Giving the people what they want." Yep. <laughs> That's why I'm never gonna show anyone that picture. So is he? Is he the one? That I that I just want to hang out. What would you do? I really think that's a funny story. I if I could meet a wrestler, who's the next one? Then what's the next? Wh- who's next on the list? And what would you do? Uh, eating burritos with CM Punk sounds pretty cool. Mm. I would say I'd like to. Oh no, I got it. I got it. You go, and then I got my. Favorite. I I want to hang out with Kane and play skee ball. Uh, that's the brown balls with the bowling up into the targets. Yeah. On the elevated platform? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I with the s- netting so you can't wanna, do it by hand? I want to play skee-ball with Kane. Uh, full mask? No mask? Bald Kane? Original Kane? What Kane? Um, There's like we, four Kanes coming out in the new WWE 2K14 game. So. We both wear masks, and the only way we can talk to each other is with the voice box. What's your mask say? What does my mask say? When people look at it with their ears, their eyes. Uh, I have I have the, old, the like the old original one, like so the like hockey the, mask. Yeah, the the sharp one with like the edges and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he's got uh, the latest one. The, but we like, both can only talk through voice boxes. That's pretty cool. Oh, I got one hundred. Look at all these tickets. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get the skateboard. What are you gonna get? Scott? I'm going to keep playing and try to get the Xbox 360. You know it's just a big ripoff. Is it, or is it a dream come true, Kane? How are you going to get 100,000 tickets, Scott? Perseverance. We could maybe move on to that game where you drop the token in, and it goes like a little bowling ball, and it has to hit the very small pedals that then can have you have 100 tickets. Or we could play the token machine where the tokens flip, and then we possibly have more tokens that fall down from the little platform. The one with the big pile of tokens in there. Is that the one you're talking about? Pile Shazam. Pile. It's harder to tell jokes with a voice box. Intonation is really important for humor. Are you being sarcastic? I can't tell. I can't tell either. I'd call you a dick, but you're so much bigger than me. This is true. I think it'd go a little something <laughs> like that. 80s comedians. Uh, I know what I... My best case scenario would be... Um, Getting to work with a wrestler like in a movie, like um, mm. I have an idea, like a rom com. I have a hor- I have this idea for a horror film where the heroes need like someone's help, so they go to a hot topic because uh, a wrestler is signing autographs there, and they enlist <laughs> him to help out in the horror film. Who's the wrestler? CM Punk. Oh, all right. And you can only save the world by eating burritos together. No, I just thought the idea, like you know how Hulk Hogan shows up in Gremlins too. Yes. I want something along those lines, but I want them to be then become a fully fledged character. Like you know how the celebrities are pr- portraying themselves, and yes. this is the end. I think what you need is a wrestler portraying the wrestler persona in a movie. So the only example I can come up with, but uh, I don't Blue think Demon. is quite uh, the good. Blue, the Santo films in Mexico. He would solve crimes during the day, and then at night he'd go to the wrestling ring and, and fight a match. 
So a little Bill Murray in Zombieland? Yeah, a little bit like that. Or he's Bill Murray. Well, but in Gremlins 2, Hulk Hogan is playing Hulk Hogan. Yeah, but I was trying to figure out if somebody's done it three-dimensionally. And I'm sure there is. I just can't think of something like that. Uh, Rip in No Holds Barred. (laughs) Oh, boy. But way cooler and not as... That movie's pretty strange. It's so fucking weird. You're telling me (laughs) I'm real now. Your joke has become real. Oh, man. I hope we buy no holds barred. I lost my voice box. (laughs) (laughs) I ski-balled it. Shit. Oh, you ski-balled the hell out of it. Next tweet we have here is keep it white snake, but there's no E on the snake. Or it could be keep it white snack. I don't know. But there's so I'm gonna just say it's keep a white snake. But if you want to find this person, a new Twitterer, so thank you for that. What would your favorite actor slash actress's wrestler name slash finishing move be? That's an interesting one. No uh, wonder they've been sitting in the weeds for a little bit, just thinking up this. How tall is Liam Neeson? He's probably gotta be like six foot five, six foot six. He is huge. I just watched Batman Begins the other day, and I there's that fight when Bruce on the Wayne, ice. Uh, that's awesome. I really like the fight where uh, he says to Bruce Wayne right as he arrives and he's fucking wasted. And he's like, your training starts now. And he's like, I can barely stand. And he's like, death doesn't wait yeah, for anyone. Death doesn't wait for anyone. And use that voice for when you fight crime. Yeah. And then he like Liam. That's the coolest Liam Neeson looks in that movie. He's wearing this suit, this suit and he's doing these cool kicks. Uh, I thought that was really badass mm-hmm. looking. Um, for some reason, I was thinking of the avalanche. This is the name of his move. Okay, what what is Liam Neeson's wrestler name? Um, Neil Leeson. <laughs> oh, good. So he can own the copyright. Yeah. So he can. So he can. So go you to fuck d- him over. Yes. When he has to go back to being Liam Neeson and reinvent himself <laughs> on the indies. Uh, Ducard is pretty cool, but I mean, then it's really bad. He's just the character Ooh, from Batman. Duckard. Duckard. I don't know. Tucker, Kick his ass, Duckard. Tucker, a man in his dream. I don't know. Um, oh, then you got Jeff Bridges all pissed off at you. I think his move would be the black hole slam that Abyss does. He would be really good mm. at that. Well, what do you what do you call it? You got to rename it. You can't it's call the it same thing. Oh, the av- Okay, okay. I yeah. like this. And then his name would be uh, uh, tall guy, tall guy. <laughs> Let's see. Is it well, WWE? Well, tall guy, tall guy. Is it WWE, ROH, or is it like independent promotion or what? I, you because that de- you that depends on what you, kind you of you put him where you want. Yeah. Um, it's your fantasy. No, it's your fantasy, sir. Uh, I just make eyes. <laughs> um, what's your pleasure, sir? Sorry, I'm now I'm on like a movie quote thing. I don't know what his name is. Uh, the mailman, because he always delivers. <laughs> okay. Uh, mine would be John Lithgow. <laughs> he's a friend of the show. How could I? How could I deny him? Okay. Uh, so John Lithgow. How tall? He's like six five two. Yeah, he's tall. He's a tall guy. Uh, John Lithgow now or like uh, Professor Big Booty from uh, um, Buckaroo Banzai. Oh, um, Ricochet. Ooh, okay. Ricochet. So he's he's no cliffhanger. So he's distinguished. He's, he's a little bit older, but yeah, he's yeah. still pretty good. He's a vet. Yeah. Um, do you know what the true meaning of love is? I thought it was icicles. Bang, bang, bang. Because he's the only person who can fly the plane. Oh, that's Ooh, the helicopter. Helicopter. <laughs> uh, his finishing move is called the the elbow a go go. Nice. And uh, his wrestling name is um, Henderson Harry. Ooh, I can see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Dan ran out of things to think of. That's fine. Uh, does he come to the ring dressed as a Sasquatch? Uh-oh, if he does, Jack Swagger's going to get him. Oh, that's right. Sasquatch! Hey, whoa. Uh, Sasquatch! Uh, hey, Jack. Sasquatch! Would you? You, you, got, you, you got some leads? Uh, no, we were just... we were Son of a bitch! We were just thinking that if John Lithgow had a uh, character and he came to the ring as a Sasquatch, it'd be kind of cool. I dream about that every night. Do you? I do. Are you a Lithgow fan? A, a huge Lithgow fan. Third Rock from the Sun. That's right. Not to be confused with Thirty Rock. Which is also good. Eh, it's got its moments. The saddest moments? It's got its moments. Oh, I, it's got a lot of them. Uh, well, it's got some. <laughs> All right, well, uh, well, we'll keep our eyes peeled for Sasquatch. Okay, thank you very much. And I gotta go tap out some more people. Um, thank you for uh, doing security day for Serge Carter. We the people. All right. Uh, Phenom Classic says, inspired by kayfabe news, which exercise system reigns supreme? DDP yoga, stratosphere yoga, or the Simon system? Oh, and there's also out of your mind fitness. Oh, shit. A little add-in right there by Steve Sears. At a Steve Sears. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Out of your mind fitness looks like, makes everybody look like Navy SEALs. Mm. Uh, Yeah, a bunch of Venturas. Uh, Brett does DDP yoga, and every time I see him, he's lost several stone. <laughs> he's lost several stone. So he's getting gaunt. Yeah, I think my favorite would probably be stratosphere yoga because that's the one I'd probably enjoy the most. Mm. 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 Scott, how's that hot chocolate? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Simon system. Did you ever? Did they ever show any of the Simon system? All I know is you get a Segway. That's true. And, and I, I do, love Segways. He did try to hawk his protein stuff on Raw that one time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, did that really sound like a guy just hawking up loogies of jizz and spitting them into the audience? Yeah. Was that what it sounded like? That's it, a deadly finishing maneuver yeah. <laughs> right there. I quit! God, Christ, I, I tap out yeah, fucking Jesus. quit. Whatever you need. For fuck's sake, Kyoto, take me out of this match. Well, I need rubber gloves for my eyes. Good God, he hawked up his protein shake. That's you know what I just postulated that based on just an oversexualization of media in my mind. Yeah, and if you're not careful, Steve Sears is gonna postulate on you. <laughs> postulate protein. I almost just knocked my microphone over. <laughs> I don't even know what I was trying to do. I was like trying to defend myself with my hands. Well, that hey, you always got to be at the ready in case someone tries to postulate protein on you. This week, this Sunday is hell in the cell. We'd be remiss, remorse, remorseful of remissies. I think I said amiss early. I tried to Ooh, say we'd remiss be amiss. early. We'd I'd be amiss, remorsed. Amiss. It's remiss. It'd be all that shit. We gotta talk about it on the cell a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what's the what's the what's the rundown? What's the lineup? Well, I know. Uh, here's a couple matches I know off the top of my head. Uh, Are we doing a prediction video for Hell in a Cell? We, we will be doing a prediction video, okay. which you can only see on YouTube.com/slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. Tell them Curtain Jerks sent you. Yes. <laughs> what a fucking. Uh, when I see that comment, I'll be like, God damn it! <laughs> you did that, Scott. You did that. Actually, you did that. Well, you started it. But I started it. But then you got you... the ball rolling, and then I never you let it go. <laughs> you fucked me. You fucked me. You fucked me. So I know we got John Cena returning. Uh, well, too soon, right? Well, of course, this is John Cena. So what's he going to do? He's going to return to fight the man that didn't take him out, 
or the man that possibly took his title, or the man that then swooped in. No, he's fighting the other guy, Alberto Del Rio, for the World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, man, I have never seen that before. Man, <laughs> John Cena and Alberto Del What is wrong with Alberto Del Rio? They should call him Alberto De Rewind, because every time I see him in a match, I've seen it four times before. There you go. God, I am on a soapbox. My feet are so clean. Uh... So Who we got that out? match. Who hurt John Cena's elbow? Dan- Daniel Bryan. Not I mean, Professor Tennis. <laughs> oh, that's I'm right. Sorry. John Lithgow's <laughs> alter ego. <laughs> Professor Tennis. That's what his name should be. That's, it, that's what it is, should be. That's way better than Henderson Harry. I, Professor I was half expecting uh, Jack Swagger to run back in. It's time to say Professor Tennis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he's not Daffy Duck. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't ever call Jack Swagger Daffy Duck. Um, so, yeah, we got that match. We got. Uh, Oh, Randy Daniel? Orton and Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship with Shawn Michaels as special guest referee. Is that three? Is that this the third one? What do you mean? Like the third time they've competed against one another? Well, the third in this bout, in this yes. program. This is their third match. Yes, but now a champion will be decided. Mm-hmm. And you've also got the triple threat for the tag team champions. you got Gold Dust and Cody Rhodes versus... The Shield versus the Usos. Now, how does this work? Is it? It's not tornado tag rules, right? I don't know. Because I never understand how you're supposed to do a triple threat. Is it three guys it's, in the ring? I think it's then... been a long time since they've done something like that, so I'll be curious to see what it is. Okay. I'll I, be watching. That's what's always great about It's like, yeah, new stipulation. How are they going to do that? I feel like it's always I, I, sort I don't of. Know. So they, they, got a, they got a pretty packed card. I know uh, Brie Bella versus AJ again for the Divas Championship. That's because Nikki Bella's foot is hurt. I don't know. Or boob is big. No, they are big, but her foot is... That might be an injury. How did she hurt... She might have swollen boob. How did she hurt her foot? She was in a match, right? And she got knocked off the apron? Probably shoving it up somebody's ass. That's because they're bad guys. (laughs) It's because they're bad guys. Uh, I know I'll be watching... Speaking of which, once Total Divas starts back up, expect the return of Total Divas. Well, we're excited. Or you could watch their earlier episodes, right? What am I, a fucking farmer? (laughs) I don't know what that no? means. <laughs> sorry. No, no, I don't. It was just a knee jerk reaction. I'm sorry. I'm very sensitive about not having cable and living in a chicken coop. <gasps> you do have cable. <laughs> I know. I'm pasteurize this milk. Will you I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. It's like I feel like we're heading towards the end of the show, and I, like my energy is ramping up in a way I'm really not comfortable with. Well, I was gonna say I, I'll be watching it at After Buzz TV. I, I got to sit on the panel for Battlegrounds. So if I'm not on the panel and you see the video and you happen to see the recap of it. Comment below and say it Where's needs Scott. Scott? Yeah. He's super funny. He should be on there because you can see me every week on main event. That's true. I am. I'm. Propo- I. I am a proponent of that. I believe Scott should move up in the ranks at After Buzz. Hey, some people are starting to say I'm funny on there. Some people. I thought I was going to get shit canned immediately on there. Really? Because uh, here's what was said. Uh, <laughs> immediately, Scott stabbed someone. Uh, well, yeah, there's that. Um, I. I assert power. <laughs> uh, two weeks in. The producer told someone on the panel, uh, it's going really, really well. you got to stay away from these tangents. I'll give you a hint as to who's doing the tangents. Based on this show alone, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, let me tell you a little story about something that might give you some. No, it's me. Is it? Um, yeah. But it's that's what wrestling is. Wrestling is tangents. Yeah. Because if you only talk about sweaty men and Speedos, you're only talking about sweaty men and Speedos. I'm going to run out of shit to say. Yeah. There's other funny things to say. So I try to bring the funny in there, and it's it's going well. And I think the panel's going really good. And Battleground, we had a fun panel. That was a lot of fun to do, and we had a lot of laughs. So hopefully I get to sit in again if the big wigs don't want to do it. But I'm a, I'm a small fry, 
So if when you comment on those videos on AfterBuzz on the main event ones and on these, and you say you like me in there, I might fucking grease them wheels a little bit. You know you're what I'm an, you're a comedy ninja. Yeah, I'm not seen, <laughs> and there's a lot of death when I leave. <laughs> so we got Hell in the Cell coming up, um, and I thought we got to talk to somebody about Hell in the Cell. And granted, we talk to wrestlers all the time on here and everything, but like, why? You know what? That seems played out, doesn't it? Like we should talk to somebody else. Yeah, you know what? I think if you want to set a, a pace for making this show stand out from other shows, you got to step outside the norm sometimes, Scott. I so I had an idea. Um, Lemmy from Motorhead. Oh, the guy who sings several Triple H's songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A big fan of Motorhead. Yeah, I, Motorhead self-titled album. Motorhead, very good. Uh, their other albums. <laughs> Ace of Spades is that an album? Ace of Spades is their seminal hit, but I f- prefer uh, "Won't Pay Your Price," "Capricorn," uh, "Sister." They have a lot of good tunes. Mm, okay, I'm not I'm not too familiar with them, but I know I like them whenever I hear them. Yeah, they're great. Well, I thought we'd give Lemmy a call. All right, let's do it. Do we have him on the? Uh, let's see. He's. Uh, I have him under Lithgow, right <laughs> here. Uh, I have Motorhead Lemmy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Well, then let's give him a call. All right. Hello. Uh. Uh, Lemmy, this is uh, Steve Sears and Scott Novel from Curtain Jerks. Oh, all right, Curtain Jerks. Yeah. How you doing? Doing all right. A little, little butt hurt. You're, you're a little bit hurt. A little butt hurt. Uh, what's, what's going on, Mister Kilmeister? Uh, well, I've been watching and seeing a role that Triple H talking about Shawn Michaels being his best friend. Uh huh. Well, what am I? Oh, that's right. You've been, uh, it's been said several times that uh, Triple H considers you, Lemmy, his best friend. I should be wrote a bunch of fucking songs for him. That's true. This is true. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you about what your thoughts on Hell in the Cell are, but it sounds like this is a little bit more juicy. I don't give a flaming shit. Uh, okay. You know who's doing the song? Who's doing the song? Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, those are three words that don't make sense together. Uh, I guess you're right. Yeah, what? Stone Temple Pilots? What's that anyway? I couldn't name a Stone Temple Pilot song to save my life. Good. Uh, I'm, How many Motorhead songs can you name? Uh, Motorhead, Motorhead. Uh, Capricorn, uh, Reptile. Capricorn is one of my favorite songs that I wrote back in 84. No, I think you might have, well, you might have written it in 84 and then performed it a little bit later. Yeah, that's what I do. I wrote it way before. What's another one? Live from Brixton is a great album. Live from Brixton. I remember when I wrote that one. I was in Brixton. Yeah, that's It right. was 93. It was a concert uh, album in Brixton. Uh, there's Motorhead Meltdown. It's a three CD set. Motorhead Meltdown. That's what we always had a meltdown in Motorhead. That's pretty good. Uh, vibrator, that's a good song. Vibrator, that's about an incident where I sat down at a vibrator and I wouldn't stop. Oh, well. Uh, I wrote that in 96. White Line Fever. Uh, White Line Fever, I think. That's White Line Fever is one of my favorite songs. It's about like, when I got a fever from doing cocaine. That's good. That's I good. wrote that in 43. Uh, sister is pretty good. I like pay your, uh, won't pay your price. I don't have a sister. I just made that song up completely. Wow, you're incredible. Incredible. I wrote that song in 12. Hey, you know what? You were in a... Uh, do you know who Stephen Norrington is? He directed Blade. He also directed a movie called, I think, Death Machine. I know everyone named Stephen. Stephen Dorrington, Stephen Dorff, 
Steven says, Hunter Oak Stevens. Oh, you know. We're writing a song right now called Steve. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. That was a tremendous honor to get a song from you. Yeah, it's what I do. I like Steve, so I'm going to write a song. He, it's on Netflix, but you were a taxi boat driver in the in that movie. Could you? Apparently, the story that I heard was that you were given a 357 Magnum. Real given gun, a 357 Magnum. With blanks. Okay, there are blanks inside. Yeah, and apparently you dropped that gun in the water. Dropped the gun in the water. Would yeah. you believe it? And it was a very expensive prop, and yeah, you just didn't give a fuck. I wrote, but then I wrote a song about it. Oh, uh, uh, was it... Uh, shoot. I think it was... Oh, was that Ace of Spades? Did you write Ace of Spades after that song? Yeah, I wrote Ace of Spades after that song. That's what Ace of Spades is about. Dropping a gun in the water, if you listen close. And then also, you, uh, you had a... Uh, you had you played music. You had a musical guest appearance on The Young Ones, the show with Rick Mail. Yep, Rick Mail. Yep, the guy Rick Mail played uh, Drop Dead Fred. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I just know him as Rick Mail. Yeah, that's right. You're friends with him. Uh, it's a great show. I love The Young Ones. Uh, God, you are just full of information today, Lemmy. Thank I you. I do a lot of things. And I'd like to be a part of Hand in the Cell. But no, Triple H7 is PG product. They want to have me on the show. You played at WrestleMania one year, didn't you? I played WrestleMania a couple years. Yeah, that was badass. Yeah. Very that's what I'm saying. It would be badass. Uh, but if you keep treating me like this, I'm going to play for the Big Show. Ooh, what are you going to play for the Big Show? I'm going to play a Big Show song. How would the Big Show song go by? Well, it's the Big Show. It's the Big Show. He's coming on tonight. Big Show. Big Show. He's going to fuck you up, right? Big Show. Going to fuck you. Fuck you, Big Show. Fuck, fuck, Big Show. Fuck you. Fuck you in your ace of spades. That's beat your ass. Fuck you in your black ass, big show. Fuck you in your black ass. You know... I'm running it right now. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I was a little surprised. Um, I don't remember there being that much racial or uh, F-word bombs in that in the Big Show song. Did I, Am I missing something in the Big Show song? Is that always there? This is always there. It's what I know. This is a, it's a track I got. You know what's... Honestly, I probably don't know what the lyrics to the Big Show saga is because I'm always singing them when I hear them. So I immediately go, it's a good well, single. it's the Big Show. Yeah, yeah. And then Motherfucker, it's the Big Show. Yeah, and then he's so mad right now that he's going to fuck you in your ass. Yeah, shit. Yeah, the Big Show will fuck you in your ass. Maybe we'll move the black pot. You know, but I thought Ace of Spades like... I got uncomfortable when you said oh, it, but right. it had its Well, I don't want to make moment. you uncomfortable. So, no, hey, you know what? So, uh, Big Show gonna fuck you in your ass tonight. Big you know Show, fuck you in your ass. Big Show, rip you from limb to limb and fucking you in your ass. I think I'm still uncomfortable, but I actually... Really? <laughs> and you're a fan of Motorhead? <laughs> yeah, I am. You I... know I've been blown on stage before, right? I, that's... Some chick sucked my dick when I was performing before. No, I understand that. I guess it's just the very descriptive imagery of Big Show just obliterating someone by sodomizing them, really. I think by describing it, I've now validated it. Well, there you go. So, yeah. You, uh, let me kill Meister from Motorhead. You are a wordsmith. You are a great artist. Oh, go on. And I appreciate the work that you've done and that, what you've added to music in the last 20 years. I appreciate your name being Steve. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, Overkill. That's another album. I remember. That's oh, a good Overkill. One. I remember when I wrote that one. Yeah? Yeah, it was yesterday. Oh, oh my God. I was in a surplus store once in Hollywood, and it was playing Overkill when that album came out, and you were there buying a hat. Well, I love hats. Yeah. They cover my head. That's <laughs> Yes, they do. We're writing a song about hats. Well, uh, Mr. Kilmeister, thank you so much for joining us and letting me uh, talk to you a little bit about Hell in the Cell. Yeah, all right. Don't honor it. Uh, okay. Wow. God, I got to just... Scott, I just got to talk to one of my fucking idols. Yeah? Yeah, Lemmy Kilmeister from Motorhead. Oh, I thought you meant me. Welcome back. <laughs>
Tried to get the peanuts back from Earl Hebner. I was hungry. Yeah, I I got one. You want it? Yeah, let's split it. There's two peanuts in here. <laughs> That's not Foley work, everybody. <laughs> That's actual peanut cracking. Well, so wrapped up another episode of Curtain Jerks. Uh, I said before, uh, I I didn't I wrote down on here tease two guests. Well, I don't need to tease one of them. I said I was in talks with Willie Mac, so we might have Willie Mac on the show fairly soon. But I will tease the other one. I've been in talks with somebody for a while. Happen to run into this person again. It's pretty obvious they're on the TNA roster. Not going to say who it is because I always wanted to go through before we do it. But uh, maybe I can give a narrowing it down hint. <laughs> Did they wrestle in Impact for the last in the last year? Yes. Ho ho ho. <laughs> I think you know who we're talking about. <laughs> well, it would be a fantastic fit for the show. Uh, it would be a lot of fun to talk to this person. <laughs> uh, so hopefully I'll have more on that soon. Next week, we have another embarrassing wrestling encounter from listener Lucy Lopez. Ooh. So yeah, those didn't go away. So always send those uh, embarrassing wrestling encounters. Sorry that Maya with Dixie wasn't embarrassing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, also... Steve and I will be participating in in a uh, gaming. This is a fundraiser, the charity fundraiser that's done through the Full Screen Networks. Yes, Full it, Screen Arcade. It's it's called um, Extra Life. We're gonna be the plan is right now. We'll probably be playing WWE 2K14. Um, this will happen on November second. Check our Facebook and Twitter for times. Uh, I I think at this point it'll probably be about. Midnight, November 3rd. So if you look at it this way, like 11.59 p.m. West Coast time, November 2nd. Uh, that's when we're scheduled to be on there. We might be on there a little bit earlier in the day. We might be on there later that night. You can find out uh, more info on www.twitch.tv slash fsarcade. Uh, so we're going to be playing on there. And it's for charity. So we'll have more info on that soon. So we're doing something.